0: today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Somebody or a landlord had put bunk beds inside the kitchen of their house um, in the Castle Troy area. Um, That doesn't meet uh, the minimum standards as outlined by the RTB. But unfortunately at the moment, we currently have a huge number of students who would happily take this. Um, So two beds, yeah, a bunk bed inside the kitchen of a house about three foot away from uh, the cooker and the other kitchen appliances so yeah very very dangerous as you can imagine there was a bathroom uh, there was an i suppose an ensuite i would imagine it was actually a bathroom four that was just off the kitchen but it was yeah right right beside the bed as well there was also um two bedrooms upstairs i believe
1: was there any indication <laughs> as to price for that
0: so they said there was three The three rooms um were 450 475 and 500 i believe uh, there was no indication as to which room was which and i'm not too sure whether or not uh, the bunk bed would be split between two people or not either. Uh,
2: It's absolutely crazy. We're on a waiting list, several waiting lists uh, people now are talking about the fact that nothing is available and uh, hotel accommodation is the way to go. We've been advised to book something for the first couple of weeks at least to see if we can then come up with something and I mean it's absolutely ridiculous. If you go in on your own, it's, you're talking 300 a week. If you can find somebody to go with you, it's, it's half of that but it's very stressful for the kids as well because it's already tough on them and now they don't know where they're going to be or will they have accommodation and it's been a total
1: nightmare. Yeah, we've been chatting on the show over more than a week now about the issue of lack of accommodation for students here in Limerick and indeed antisocial behaviour by some students. And taxi driver Anthony has got in touch with us and he's online right now. Good morning to you, Anthony. How are you doing? Uh, good morning, Joe. Good morning, listeners. So you've interacted with students uh, over many years, haven't you? Um, uh, what's your experience been?
3: Uh, thanks for show. Yes, I've been uh, dominated the taxi business there for numerous years in Limerick there and I've dealt with the students for quite some time there. Uh, in general, students are okay, Joe. It's um, when they get together after a few drinks and uh, that's the main problem. But they're not alone there. Most, <laughs> most people are like that anyway. Um, but what I'm th- saying there, I'm not really here to talk about, speak about the... Uh, students and uh, their general
1: behaviour. Well well, hang on now before you get to your next point I want to ask you about that because taxi drivers have a unique perspective on this sort of thing because when lots of us are asleep in our beds you and your colleagues are out there in the nightlife and that nightlife is not always but often at certain points of the year occupied by Students and one of the things that has been said to us over the last few days is that the behaviour of students, not all, but a significant minority, has deteriorated significantly over the last decade.
3: I, I agree with that, Joe. There's no doubt about that. As I said when I started in the industry there numerous years ago, it, it was it was generally they were accepting, you were accepting of their behaviour, but in the last numerous years that they have deteriorated now I, I, not alone it's, it's allowed it's, they're allowed to get away with what they've done that's the,
1: the issue you see and is it uh, deteriorated in terms of rudeness towards taxi drivers is it more what you see out and about
3: uh, well it would be I, I'm not too bad Joe I, I, I'm well able to deal with them I'm well able yes. to handle them and uh, the secret of it all is so to speak come and talk to them and, and calm them down. And uh, but in, in general, the hour you just you're, you're just you're, you're dealing with a different ear of people, and uh, respect seems to go to the window. there was uh, a lot of them there, and especially late at night there, uh, when there was a drinks in them, they can become a bit a bit aggressive. Right. But in general, the ninety nine percent of the students there are they're fairly okay are fairly okay. But, but the part that it's I
1: don't funny. quite get about this is, you know, you, you've said that, and others have said that to us as well, you know, 99% of them are fairly okay. But we are getting real anger this year, and it, it, it's it's at a higher level than we would normally expect about the behaviour of students in parts of Limerick, and particularly Castle Troy. So why is that? Well, Joe,
3: the, the issue with Castle Troy is uh, University, lit, Mary I. They all they're all in the same business of educating people. But from what I can see, Joe, is that they're they're placing great emphasis on providing facilities around these campuses. Okay, uh, lecture halls, you know, the sports facilities and so forth. Okay, we know we need them, but their first emphasis should have been on accommodation. It's it's uh, we're, we're, you know it, these are the people that are supposed to be educating our future brain boxes in the country to run the systems and run the country but unfortunately they're not starting correctly back in the beginning I can remember that I think there's eight facilities eight campuses outside in student accommodation outside in UL there but the last one of those was built as far as I know would have been the likes of Troy Village or in Capavilla now they're all over 10 years old now the student population in limit has grown exponentially over those years, but the accommodation has not grown.
1: So what, what are you saying? Are you saying then that those um, on-campus uh, accommodation blocks are well run?
3: Absolutely, Joe. There is never, ever an issue of you. you I, I drop students there at night there and the first thing they make sure is that they have their fob to get in, they have their ID, because there is security in each of these facilities waiting for them to arrive back from their night out in the town. And there never, ever is a problem or an issue in those facilities. And if there is, follow more and you're out and you're, and they do on-spot inspections, you'll never hear of a problem in any of the eight uh But, eight, but eight, there, co- there, there. why is there yeah. a
1: contrast between them and somewhere like College Court then?
3: For <laughs> joke, it's, it's, it's not rocket science, Joe. Like, I mean, the students are inside in College Court there, they're left running the road. they're left do what they like in there. And the Gardie are in there. For instance, just uh, last week there, uh, the Gardie had a checkpoint there late in the evening. Uh, and they were standing at the entrance to Collins Court. There was six Gardie holding up all the traffic. There was about 200 students outside of the checkpoint and there was about 500 of them inside, parking away. So it was, you know, the Gardie were wasting their time. And all of the, was inconveniences, taxis and cars going in and
1: out. And are you suggesting, Anthony, the taxi driver in Castle Troy in other parts of the city as well, that what is happening then is it gets known through word of mouth and social media that students who may be in accommodation that is strict, well, there's an opportunity in somewhere like College Court to come uh, where it isn't as strict.
3: Ah, Joe, you, you just have to come over. If you have a night, some night, Joe, you come on a tour with me some night, and I'll show you what goes on. <laughs> the, the likes of the University the College Court out there, normally it's it's, it's busy enough for tra- there cars out there. Their cars are parked everywhere, and anywhere out there, places where they can find the park. But when it comes to when it comes to rugby, Joe, they invite all their friends from all over the country, and all their friends come down. You can't get inside the place. There's cars parked everywhere. And the following couple of days, when Rag Week is over, it's all back to normal again. And it's so, so, you're so saying they're even
1: coming? So you, are you suggesting that there would be students who wouldn't even be normally based in Limerick who congregate in somewhere like College Court at various times of the yes, year John, for, for, yes. for a party, party, party?
3: Yes, any of the taxi drivers will tell you that, John. I've picked up numerous over the years and I say, well, are you staying? I don't want any, do but I know you don't, to meet our friends. I'd the ones that cause most of the issues? in
1: the College Court Anthony's a taxi driver and uh, he has been telling us some very interesting things about his experience uh, of dealing with students and Cormac Dillon, who is with uh, the TUS Student Union uh, that uh, is Limerick Institute of Technology. It'll soon be known, I think, on the 1st of October as a Technical University and it's quite a long title so I'm not going into all of that. But anyway, Cormac, you're welcome. Good morning to you. Good morning, Joe. Pleasure to be here now. Uh, so, uh, What would you say to Anthony there, and indeed this debate that's been going on, not just on this show, but uh, across the uh, local media about uh, the the tensions that, frankly, are existing at the moment between students in Limerick and residents?
2: The huge issue is that a lot of students aren't even capable of getting accommodation. That's the massive issue here, and first should be addressed firstly. The students can come onto accommodation. I have 100 to 200 emails in the last week just requesting accommodation. We've parents and students coming into my office every day. We've come calls every single day requesting, you know, students. uh, For accommodation, and we have no, we we don't have anywhere to point them. We're pointing them to hotels um, for short-term accommodation and everything like that. Um, Like we'd love to reach out to the local community Um, if anybody has digs, apartments, anything um, to reach out and email accommodation at lit.e Anything that at all that can be a, a, a little box bedroom or anything. The students are now having to defer. They don't have the access to the education. um, And that's the main problem here. We can talk about students and the tensions and everything like that. But there is a huge number of students that don't even get that opportunity.
1: But is part of your problem, frankly, Cormac, that there is a reputational issue with students at the moment? And that is probably putting some people off, putting their hand up to accommodate them.
2: It's not just that. It's also COVID has affected it. The housing crisis has affected it. It's a perfect storm this year. Uh, and there's a lot, a huge majority. Also, as was touched on, on...
1: Are you underplaying the reputational issues or not?
2: I'm not underplaying the reputational well, issues. then answer
1: my question on it then.
2: So the situation right now is students have to go into off-campus accommodation because, as, as was previously said by your previous um, the taxi driver, I can't remember his name, Anthony. Forgive me, Anthony. Anthony that the on-campus accommodation is good and um, it's reliable out in UL. LIT has no on-campus accommodation. Niall Collins was on yesterday and he stated that under the TU Act that new TUs would be able to borrow. But Minister Harris was on Tip FM previously a couple of weeks ago and stated that he's trying to work with the finance and uh, public expenditure minister to bend the rules. So currently the TUs have no ability, so IOTs have no ability to borrow money to create an environment where students can come on campus and stay in accommodation, on campus accommodation, where they are acting in appropriate behaviour, as Anthony has said.
1: Right. Um, Anthony, I mean, what would you say to, to that? Um, and, and, you know, the, the challenges the students have, the fact that they just can't find accommodation in Limerick this year, many of them.
3: But, Joe, as I say there, and I, I, I agree there with that chap as to say as well, it's all about accommodation and proper accommodation in UL, LIT and Mirrioy and it's up to the campuses to provide the accommodation. If you're going to bring in all these students, because every year we hear the amount of students in four in campuses are increasing, but the accommodation is not increasing. College court in the university is not a student campus. It's a residential area. And once upon a time, you couldn't buy a house in college court for... For, for love or money because they were the most expensive houses in them. That is true. And, yeah,
1: that was the it, case it, at one stage, it, yeah.
3: The, the issue with the UL, L-I-T-M area, provide proper accommodation. As you heard there yesterday, Punches Cross has a plan of permission there now and they're going to hate with a new, that's only a drop in the ocean for yeah. them. I mean, that you, you, you have all the facilities inside in the UL. It's a magnificent campus. There's no doubt about it. It's top class out there.
1: And it has everything, but it doesn't have right. proper accommodation. And, and, and Cormac, I mean, where could Lit soon to be TUS put on campus accommodation?
2: So we're building a new um, campus Kuna that could be uh, put there. So Lit, the former Lit region for two SU for TUS, um they have four different campuses. We've Clonmel, we've terlis we've Clare Street and the um, Moylish campuses. And then we also have an Ennis campus. So this issue isn't located specifically to Limerick. We have issues in Turles, issues in Clonmel. We have international students coming in from all over the world that don't have any accommodation. Um, and we've nowhere to put them. So it's... Place, it's not that right. the places we can build they can build, it's the ability to borrow money okay. to build. And,
1: and, and in the short term, just to repeat what you said earlier who, who can people get in touch with if maybe they do have a room and they are considering putting uh, in, it out there for a student? So
2: you can email accommodation at lit.ie or you can even ring my own number. Yeah, don't
1: don't give don't give us your
2: your mobile. Don't work
1: give us your mobile No no yeah still no. Let's let's stick okay. to the the email. Just give me the email address again.
2: Perfect. Accommodation dot,
1: accommodation at lit.ie Okay. Accommodation at lit.ie If you can help out um, students with the accommodation crisis that they definitely have, there's no question across Limerick at the moment. Thank you to Cormac Dillon uh, of uh, the Student Union, the TUS, formerly Lit. Student Union, and thanks as well to taxi driver Anthony for his perspective. Limerick today with Joe Nash on Live 95.